It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Now from the ESPN studios in New York City, this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Plus, listen and watch on the ESPN app. It is, yes, the divisional weekend in the NFL. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. 24 hours from now, we're watching football. And we're watching the best football weekend of the year, bar none. Because you get the best level of football on divisional weekend. There's no question about it, Carlin. I mean, all of these teams that are playing are battle-tested. And they all have really intriguing storylines that we're all following. I mean, you can run through them. I mean, 49ers, Cowboys, could you think of a, a more historic rivalry in the postseason than those two franchises, Carlin? I mean, they've got what? <laughs> You're talking about 10 championships between the two of them? Mm-hmm. I mean, 10 Super Bowls? I mean, that's that's saying a lot for those franchises. So it's it's going to be an exciting weekend of football. And I just can't wait to get to it. I want to see my New York football giants and – whether or not they're able to pull off the upset down at the link going up against the Eagles. I mean, there's a lot that we have to get ready for. I'm fired up. I'm excited about it. Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, this weekend preview brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80 and on your smart speaker. The Bills and the Bengals on Sunday. And I think there's an underappreciated aspect of this game. And... That is the legacy of Josh Allen. Because you look at the the last few years, Josh Allen has been building and building and building, and last year was absolutely crushing the way they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know how you argue against Josh Allen regressing a bit this year. And I don't know if that's because Brian Dable's gone and Ken Dorsey has taken over. He is an incredible athlete. But the mistakes have been there all season long. I don't mean to sound unsympathetic to everything that the Bills have gone through this year. But if Josh Allen plays poorly against the Bengals and the Bills lose on Sunday, it's a failure and it starts to bring into question what he is as a great quarterback in this league. Because this is Super Bowl championship or bust, and it has been from day one for the Buffalo Bills. If he continues this trend of turning the football over and the Bills lose this game at home to Cincinnati, I don't know how you look at it any other way with Allen. Well, yeah, there's no question about it, Carlin. Coming into this season, the Buffalo Bills were the odds-on favorite to win the Pro Football Championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came in with the top-five offense and a top-five defense from a year ago, the only team to do that coming into 2022. Now, just looking at Josh Allen individually, we hold him up with the best quarterbacks in the National Football League because of the physical gifts, right? We compare him to Joe Burrow. We compare him to uh, uh, Pat Mahomes. And really, when you look at the matchups that he's had with Pat Mahomes in the past, beating him in the regular season each of the past two years, and then coming up short in the divisional round last year after taking the lead with just 13 seconds left and losing in overtime in heartbreaking fashion. Think about that. That game 
led the NFL to change the overtime rules in the postseason because we felt like it was unfair to Josh Allen that he was left to the fate of a coin toss and the outcome was decided and the Kansas City Chiefs moved on to the conference championship game. Just zooming out for a second, think about all that team has been through, all that city has been through in the last calendar year, Carlin. The mass shooting in the summertime at the grocery store. You're dealing with Dawson Knox's brother passing away. You're dealing with the fatal snowstorms that hit that area. You're dealing with DeMar Hamlin and the Monday night football situation. Think about all the trauma that that team has been through, that that city has been through. And then think about Josh Allen's role in galvanizing this team and galvanizing this community and giving them something to look forward to. That's how big this game is for Josh Allen. There's a lot of gravity to it. There's a lot of weight to it, the magnitude of it. I mean, this is the most important game of Josh Allen's young pro football career, this one right here. And I get that he's played in the conference championship before, but this game means more on a lot of different levels for Josh Allen, and he's got to come through in a big way. And a big part of that is not giving the ball to the other team. Well, he's carrying an entire city on his back. That's what's going on here, and everything that they've been through, it's true. And, Chris, we we asked Diana Rossini about this earlier. She's going to be with the Bills this weekend. And the, the question is simply, what is it with Josh at this point that is going to get him to stop taking risks that he doesn't need to take? Josh Allen is an instinctual player. He wants to try to make every big play that he can, but... We shouldn't be at the point in his career now where he is still putting the football in harm's way when he doesn't need to do it. I mean, Chris, how many times do I have to watch him turn the football over in the red zone? Yeah. That's the the one. It's one thing to just turn it over. But to turn it over in the red zone as much as he has this season. And that's why it's so big. Because while I, I understand everything that he's been through, and that the city has been through, I think the city will still have his back in every single way because that fan base is incredible. Yes. But I think in the grander scheme of NFL circles, of how people will look at Josh Allen and what he is, there is still going to be a big mark on his record. And and Chris, when you're talking about a guy at this level, with that kind of physical talent and all of that potentially regressing at this juncture in his career when his team was the favorite before the season and they lost the way they did last year? The word that comes to mind is kind of inexcusable. And I I know, I don't think that the turnovers have happened because of outside reasons. I think the turnovers have happened because he has been forcing things on the field when he just doesn't need to. It's frankly a little bit of hero ball. There's no question about it, Carlin. This guy believes in his ability, sometimes to his own detriment, because there are situations where he doesn't rely on the supporting cast around him. And their general manager, Brandon Bean, has done a really good job of putting talent on this roster. One of the most complete rosters top to bottom, even with the injuries that they're dealing with, Carlin. But I think Josh Allen falls in love with his physical gifts just a little too much, and that gets this team in trouble. Now, in this specific matchup, 
this is the wrong team to turn the ball over yes. to, Carlin. This team is top five in points off of turnovers on the season. Josh Allen has set a career high for turnovers. 22 total turnovers for Josh Allen this year, Carlin. Seven of them in the red zone. So not only are you taking points off the board for your team, but you're gifting extra possession to the opponent. That can't happen in this matchup, even with the Bengals dealing with injury issues on their offensive line. Joe Burrow in the skill position core is plenty good enough to take advantage of the extra possessions in the field position that that Buffalo Bills offense could potentially give them by turning the football over. That can't happen in this game. If nothing else, Josh Allen has to protect the football. And I'm not saying that he has to play safe, but you can't have the self-inflicting wounds, Carlin. Looking back in wildcard weekend, the only reason – that the Miami Dolphins were able to hang in there with a third-string quarterback was because of Josh Allen turning the ball over. And, and one of those, and Carlin, one of those turnovers was a fumble returned for a touchdown by a defensive lineman for the Dolphins. That can't happen in this game. You know what? Buffalo, Buffalo has it all laid out there for them. This should be a game that they win, and I'm not going to say handily, but decisively. This should be a win for the Buffalo Bills. The biggest question mark is. Can your quarterback take care of the football? That should not be the question for a guy that's getting paid $43 million a year. It scares me. The way the Bills are playing right now scares me. And this kind of mentality, this is from Steve Tasker, who joined us yesterday when we were filling in for Greeny, the the, uh, legendary special teamer for the Buffalo Bills. This is what he had to say regarding the turnovers. And frankly, this scares me a little bit. It's unbelievable to look at the stats and how they, they stack up. The Bills are 7-2 and two when they turn the ball over two-plus times. Um, I think they're 4-1 and one when they turn it over three-plus times. Um, it's, it's an amazing stat when you think about how the Bills have overcome their own turnovers. Um, all other teams are 12-62 and 62 this season when they turn the ball over three or more times. The Bills... Or four and one, uh, they don't mind it. Yeah, they don't mind it, but that's dangerous, boy. That if you think for a second that turning the football over doesn't matter, that you're that good, it doesn't matter. I mean, just look at history. Well, I mean, you, that, that's what scares me. Do the Bills think they are just that good, Chris, that it doesn't matter? Carlin, ball over. Carlin, you know what that stat reminds me of? It reminds me of what we heard about the Minnesota Vikings this year, how great they were in one-score games. The Minnesota Vikings are 11-0 and in one-score games. They set an NFL record. You know, it's a great thing. It's a great characteristic, a great attribute for a team to be good in one-score games. How'd that work out for you in wildcard weekend? You know weekend? what those stats mean? You know what that stat means? You know what the stat that Steve Tasker just means? It means you've been lucky. It means you're leaving the door open for yeah. teams to be able to take advantage of it. And, Carlin, we saw the New York Giants do that against the Vikings in the wild card round, and I think you have a chance to see the Cincinnati Bengals do that if the Buffalo Bills aren't more careful when it comes to protecting the football. The law of averages is going to take over at some point, my friend. I mean, you talk about how skewed it is in terms of them being able to survive when turning the ball over multiple times. At some point, you're going to pay a price for that in the NFL, especially when you talk about going up against the best of the best in the postseason. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. You know what else uh, is interesting to me? You have three new offensive linemen or three replacement offensive linemen 
for the Cincinnati Bengals. Not great, Bob. In this game. Not, not great. great, Bob. But, Chris, think about that for a second. They're five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Bills. If Von Miller was healthy, that number would be like eight. Yeah. Eight-and-a-half. Because the Bills' pass rush has not been anything special since Von Miller's been out. Mm-hmm. They haven't, and I know we can point to Rousseau and Boogie Basham and whoever else you want to point to. Chris, it's it's not enough. And if you can't take advantage of this this weekend, like you and Harry Douglas uh, were talking about earlier on our, our football playoff preview with the pros uh, show this weekend on ESPN Radio. Yeah. You find the guy who is the weak link and you attack the weak link. You've got two or three weak links there. Yeah, you got a couple of fish. We Don't call, make it happen. We, we used to call them the fish. Okay. When I was playing on the defensive line for the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Ravens, we'd say find the fish. You got a few fish on that Bengals offensive line. But the question remains, Carlin, can the front four for the Buffalo Bills take advantage of it? And I'm sorry, when you look at Boogie Basham and you look at A.J. Epinesa and you look at Greg Rousseau, all of those guys have been somewhat underwhelming in the absence of Von Miller. And you just question whether or not Brandon, not Brandon Bean, but Sean McDermott is going to have to be forced to bring pressure to manufacture uh, uh, to manufacture some some heat on Joe Burrow. Like, are you going to have to blitz to put this quarterback under the rest to disrupt the p- timing of this passing game, knowing how talented those wide receivers of the Bengals are? Now, here's the other side of that, Carlin. If you do bring pressure, Joe Burrow is surgical oh, against yeah. the blitz. Joe Cole. Car- Carlin. Carlin. Burrow's Joe, got it. Joe Burrow. There are only two quarterbacks that have more passing touchdowns against the blitz this season than Joe Burrow. He's got 13 of them. So, I mean, you, you, that's the that's – the, What you're doing is asking for it. That's the thing that you have to watch in this matchup. You, you, you know, conventional wisdom would say we should be able to take advantage of this offensive line being so porous. But Joe Burrow had to deal with the porous offensive line last year, and he still was able to get this team to the Super Bowl. So that's the question that I have for the Buffalo Bills. Can the coverage hold up on the back end? And can the front four put pressure on Burrow without having to blitz? You know, there's another – Part of this that we have not talked about, and I have to say, at the beginning of the year, I really thought Joe Mixon was going to have a big season. Yeah. And it it just hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Chris, he's got to be a factor here at some point for this team. And I I know that you have these offensive line issues. Mm -hmm. But at one point, did the Bengals really start to run the football a little bit more effectively against a team that, frankly, they should be able to do it against in Buffalo? Well, you just talked about the issues on the offensive line. Do you have it's confidence? It, do you yeah. have confidence that those guys are going to be able to move people? Because I don't. But I do think Samaj P. Ryan and Joe Mixon have to be factors. I just think they're going to be more f- so factors in the passing game. And if you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, they are top five in passing yards to running backs. Yeah, both of those guys are excellent receivers out of the backfield. So I would challenge the Buffalo Bills in that way. A little bit of screen game because you know that front four, they're going to have their ears pinned back, licking their chops because they're going up against these backup offensive linemen. Take advantage of that early aggressiveness from that young defensive line. And then when you get into situations where you can take it, you, you can get favorable looks in terms of coverages on early downs, dump it out to the running backs. 
Let those guys do the heavy lifting in the passing game. Soften up that defense a little bit. Get them to suck up. Then you hit them over the top with T. Higgins and with Jamar Chase and with Tyler Boyd. I think that has to be the strategy for Zach Taylor. It'll be interesting to see the chess match between him and Sean McDermott because you're talking about two of the best strategists, the best schemers in the game. This is – I want to talk about another over-under for a minute that we could have brought up earlier in our Give Prop segment. What you got? What is the over-under on Joe Burrow pass attempts? I'm going to say the over-under is 37 and a half. That's about where it should be. You look at the – he hasn't thrown it under 30 times at all this season. Yeah. Not once. Okay. So, if that's the case, I mean, last week 32, 42, 52. I mean, you go up and down. Like, I feel like he's going to have to throw the ball 40 times in this game. Where, where are we at? Where is the over-under at? I need to pull it up here. I was just, off the top of your head, I was looking at that and thinking, you know, boy, this is this is something that if they're not Joe Burrow, the o- over-under pass attempts, 39 and a half. So I was pretty damn close. You were close. Yeah. That still feels like it might be a little bit it's light. Still light. <laughs> yeah. still light to you? Because I just don't see them the, being able to run the ball. Yeah, I don't. If that's the case, then you don't really have a choice. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is just simply the short passing game that becomes, as they say, the extension of the run game. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, I love the Bengals' opportunity to cover in this game. This just boils down to the Bills taking care of their own business for me. It really does. And right now... I don't trust him. I don't trust him to do it. Chris, I'm watching this team play. I don't feel great about it right now. Well, Carlin, I got to say this, and, and, I, and maybe it's just me. There is no question which quarterback I trust the most in this matchup. And it's the guy that's down three starters on his offensive line. Yeah. Is that not a problem for the Buffalo Bills? It should be. I mean, it should be. I, I, that, that to me is, 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 is telling of where Josh Allen's overall game is. You can't trust him to protect the football. 22 turtle turnovers on the season. So, again, I think this game, I don't think it's a referendum on Josh Allen, but I do think it has the potential to be a career-defining game for Josh Allen because it's teed up for him. And, Carlin, if we're being honest, the NFL has gone out of its way to try to put Josh they Allen have. on this platform. They have. From the neutral site championship game to figuring out exactly what they need to do with the overtime rules and the playoffs because we don't want to see Josh Allen not have an opportunity in that situation. The NFL has bent over backwards to give the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen a chance, a clear path to competing for a championship. If you can't take advantage of that, by taking care of your business in a home game against a deficient Cincinnati Bengals team, then what does that say about you? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a problem. It's a problem for Josh Allen this weekend. You got to – I hate to put it this way. You just have so much pressure on you. Is he under the most pressure of any player this weekend? I don't think there's any question. I don't think there's any question. I think he's under more pressure than Dak. And that's saying something. That's saying a lot. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Canty, we didn't have the best regular season when it came to the ESPN Pick'em Challenge. We were exactly 500. Yeah. We were exactly 500. Not great, not terrible. Right. And unfortunately, that's exactly how I would describe our picks last week. Not great, not terrible. Two, three, and one. We got to right the ship here. Yeah. We got four big ones coming up in the ESPN Radio Challenge because, as we know, while we didn't win the regular season, it's about the postseason. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. The is that uh, as a team, we have managed to collectively screw this up for most of the year. <laughs> it has not been the best of years for us, but we are in no. the postseason. And uh, I would define us as squarely in the middle of the pack. I would, agree with, I would agree with that. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, it is the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, where each show picks the games for the weekend. And during the season, we finished right at 500. In week one of the postseason Super Wild Card Weekend, we went 2-3-1. and one. Mm-hmm. You know who had a disastrous weekend? Greeny. Greeny. 1-4-1 yeah. for Greeny. Fitz and Harry... Four one and one, Joe and Amber, Freddie and Fitzsimmons three two and one, and KJM and us went two three and one. So Here's the thing: I, I don't know how much of that was Fitz and Harry making those picks, as it was our former producer and their current producer Evan Wilner. Oh really? Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in Fitz and Harry. Oh wow! Wow! Just gonna, just gonna go ahead and put that out there. Woo! Yeah, letting it fly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get right to it then. Let us start in Kansas City. Jaguars at Chiefs. Eight and a half point favorites are the Kansas City Chiefs. I vacillated for a bit this week on this game. Canty, you and I were talking off the air earlier today. And this is all about trust, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about whether or not you trust the Kansas City Chiefs not to win the game, but to cover. Eight Mm -hmm. and a half points. Big number. Big number. And I could absolutely see a scenario where the Jacksonville Jaguars get in there even for a backdoor cover. Yeah. I expect the the Jaguars to play better in this game. I And I, by better, you don't expect them to go down 20 to nothing. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. And I expect them to do a better job of taking advantage of turnovers and an onside kick at the beginning of a game, which he did. Like, we didn't love that decision by Doug Peterson in that first matchup in Week 10. 
because it sends the message to your own team, this is what we need to do to beat this team. But you know the message that was sent last weekend to the Jacksonville Jaguars? That even when it looks ugly, they're never out of it. They came back from down 27 nothing. Now, I get it. This is a different animal in yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. But confidence comes from demonstrated performance, especially this time of year. And I think T-Law demonstrated that he can play and he can be a winner when it comes to executing down the stretch in critical moments. And I think that is what's going to give this group the confidence to go in there and keep it close against the Kansas City Chiefs. So it sounds like you and I are squarely in the camp of taking the eight and a half points here to I got cover. to. I got to, Carlin. I got to take the eight and a half points. That's a lot of points. It is. That's a lot of points. So neither one of us feels confident that the Chiefs are going to cover or feels confident that the uh, Jaguars are going to win the game, but it will be a close game. We also said that we felt comp- confident in the under in this game, right? We did, because that number was 53 and a half. That's a big number, Carlin, for a playoff game. It feels That big. is a heavy number. Look, am I going to be stunned if this is 30 to 27? I'm not, but I don't think it will be. And the two teams combined to score 44 points in the first matchup. Yeah. So I think it will be a little bit tighter defensively. Plus, Chris, the one thing we haven't talked about enough this week, we did at the beginning of the week, Jaguars' defense has played really well. The pass rush has played really well, yeah. too. The front four, think about this. Eric Bieniemy made it a point to say the front four is why the Jacksonville Jaguars were able to get out of that game against the Chargers with a win. Yep. Just saying, putting it out there. All right. Giants at Eagles. So we took the Jaguars plus eight and a half. Giants and Eagles. Eagles are seven and a half point favorites at the link in South Philly, where it will be absolutely nuts tomorrow night. Canty, this is kind of a no-brainer for me. Yeah, let me ask you a question. If Jalen Hurts was fully healthy, what would this number be? It would it be would double probably, digits? It would be close to 10. Yeah. It would be close to 10. I think so, too. I'm going to trust so. that the Eagles will get it done in this game, and I'm going to trust that they're going to win it by at least 10 points. Yeah, I think the Magic Carpet ride is over for my Giants. As great a story as it's been, as great as Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have been, It's a lot of talent on this Eagles team. Both sides of the ball. There's a reason why they have as many All-Pros as they do, Carlin. They got two first-team All-Pros up front on their offensive line. We'll have to see about Lane Johnson's health. They got an All-Pro quarterback in Jalen Hurts. They got All-Pro James Bradbury. I mean, they've got a lot of guys that can really get after it with their front four. I, I just have a hard time finding a path to victory for the Giants. I get the Giants' offense was great, but that was against... The Minnesota Vikings defense, Yep, they're trash. They just fired their defensive coordinator. This is a different animal in the Philadelphia Eagles defense. I don't think that they're going to give Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley as much room to breathe as we saw last week. I go back up. I go back to the first matchup of Week 14. They put up 48 points, and it wasn't that hard. Carlin, the stadium was cleared out at the end of the third quarter. Yep. It was over. And Over. I don't see it being much different this time around. I don't Carlin, think it was I mean, it was, 48, it was 48 to 22, and the game wasn't that close. That's the that's the part that's like the game wasn't that close, Carlin. Chris, I also you called that game. I did. I also Sal Pal and I did. I I also don't love hearing the owners say we're back after a wild card win. We're back. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful, uh, John Mara. Yeah. Uh, we are on the Eagles minus seven and a half. Bengals at Bills. It's a Sunday. Buffalo. The Bengals, five and a half point underdogs against the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals are without three-fifths of their offensive line. 
Yet somehow, even though I think it's a little simplistic to look at it and say, well, the Bengals didn't have a good offensive line last year and they got to the Super Bowl, somehow I love the Bengals to cover in this spot. And, Chris, this is born more out of two factors than anything else. The Bengals quarterback and my lack of trust in the Buffalo Bills the way they're playing right now. I'm going to tell you why you love the Bengals to cover. Because Joe Burrow is covered in all five playoff games he's played in. Well, there you go. And the Bengals offensive line, yeah, it's a mess. But wasn't the Bengals offensive line a mess last year? Yeah. Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL, yet he still led his team to the Super Bowl, and he led the NFL in completion percentage on the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little little bit of a different situation here, but I still... Don't think it's enough that's going to. It's a little bit. It's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, but there isn't a Von Miller. There isn't an Aaron Donald for the Buffalo Bills, and that's why I feel good about it. Yeah, you can't rely on Matt Milano to be your leading guy when it comes to putting pressure on the passer. That's what we saw last week against the Miami Dolphins. If you're getting to that kind of game where you got to blitz your linebackers and your safety, you're going to get lit up by Joe Burrow. So I love taking the Bengals and the points in this situation. Cincinnati plus. And I'm going to take it a little further, Carlin. Cincinnati to win outright. The Bengals to win outright. One moment. That's right. I said it. One moment. The Bengals to win outright. Cincinnati on the money line, sitting at plus 198. You heard it. You heard it. Cowboys at 49ers. I kind of dig that. Anyway, Dallas at San Francisco, 49ers, 4.0. Three and a half point favorites. It's it's falling. Oh, it's see. falling, Carlin. It's falling. Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. Gimme the 49ers, Canty. Carlin, I guess oh, the, I guess the two. Can I bet them twice on Sunday? Carlin, Carlin. I, might. I, I, I guess the two million on Mattress Mac has got that number going in the right direction. How about Mattress Mac betting two million dollars on the Cowboys on the money line? I wish I had two million dollars to light on fire like he does. <laughs> He might not know what's going to happen in this game, but I do. The one skill that we don't talk about enough this time of year, Carlin, physicality. Mm -hmm. The San Francisco 49ers are by far the more physical team in this matchup, and they have a a two-and-a-half-day rest advantage. Now, I don't like to make a big deal of that because we're in the playoffs, and it doesn't matter. There is no tomorrow. Both teams are going to have urgency. But when the more physical team has a chance to have more juice in the tank because they have more days off, in between games, look out. This could be a bloodbath in Santa Clara. I'm just telling you, it could get ugly. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I think it's a long day for the Cowboys. I think the 49ers will physically dominate them. And I think Dak is going to have a rough, rough outing. Do you think the market is overreacting to the Dallas Cowboys' performance against the Bucs? Oh, I think there's an overreaction. Okay. I think there is a large overreaction. Okay. I love the 49ers. All right. Lock Adini? Cowboys better not hope that this game comes down to a field goal. <laughs> better hope it doesn't. <laughs> better Listen, hope it doesn't. If we're mentioning the name Tristan Vizcaino this weekend. <laughs> Things have gone terribly wrong. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Those are your picks. Once again, to recap briefly, we are taking the Jaguars plus 8.5, the Eagles minus 7.5, the 49ers minus 3.5, and the Bengals plus 
five and a half on Divisional Weekend for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. But guess what? More money to be made. That's right. Your play of the night is on the way. Why is it on the way, Canty? Because we like to help people make money. On ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Divisional weekend, best weekend of the year in sports. That's right, not just football, in sports. In sports. Absolutely. Which means you have to get involved with the sports gambling, right? Oh, it does. It absolutely does, because I like to be a responsible gambler, and that's what we're going to do. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Just as an aside, I would encourage you, and this is not going to be our play of the night uh, tonight because we are going to go to the two games tomorrow and combine them into uh, a little um, parlay, as we do. But I would uh, strongly consider the Cleveland Cavaliers minus 10.5 tonight against the Warriors. Yeah, because it's not the Warriors playing. Nobody's playing. It might be the G League Warriors, and I don't even know if Steve Kerr's coaching. Like That's how many people are out tonight. So I might lay 10.5 with the Cavs at home, but that's just me. Separately, we are going to play a parlay, a prop parlay, four legs, two from each game tomorrow. Okay. First game, Jarek McKinnon under four and a half catches what we would call a canty special. Absolutely. What's the rationale? Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars defense puts the clamps on running backs as receivers out of the backfield. If you need evidence, all you have to do is look at what they did against Austin Eckler last week. So we like Jarek McKinnon under four and a half catches. He's been the go-to guy out of the backfield for Mahomes. He's got nine touchdown catches on the season. Doug Peterson, that Jacksonville Jaguars defense, they turned the faucet off on that one. One we talked about earlier, Travis Etienne, over 15 and a half.
carries. Love it. Love it. Because Love they, it. they're going to try. They're going to want to play a little keep away if they can. They have to run the football. And here's the thing, Carlin. They don't want to drop T-Law back 51 times no. like last week. No. The sacks from the Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're second in the NFL with 55. Okay. And then for the nightcap, Saquon Barkley, Canty likes under 65 and a half yards. It's a Saquon game, Carlin. Sal Palantonio said as much, mm-hmm. but you know who else knows that? Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. They know that it's a Saquon game. That's really the Giants' only path to victory. Explosive plays in the run game from Saquon and from Daniel Jones. That ain't going to happen. You know what I do when I gamble? I ride the hot hand a little bit. Okay. You know who's the hot hand right now? Who's that? Darius Slayton. Ooh. Over 46 and a half receiving yards. Darius Can't Slayton, he, the hot hand? Yeah, last week, Canty. He hit the over in receiving yards in the first quarter. Really? Yes. Yes. And he has been doing it quite a bit in the Darius Slayton. This is what I said. And I trust me, I looked at the numbers. I can't recite them to you off the top of my head, but I jumped on that last week after doing some really extensive research. Okay. And that's what I'm telling you. So we've got Darius Slayton over 46 and a half receiving yards. Saquon Barkley under 65 and a half rushing yards. Travis Etienne over 15 and a half attempts rushing, and Jarek McKinnon under four and a half receptions plus 1101. Does Brian Dayball go to Darius Slayton after that key third down drop that he had at the end of the game against the Vikings? Does, does he, he have, get him involved early? Does because he have of a that? choice? Probably not. Yeah, this is my point. <laughs> bingo, bingo, bongo. It's a primetime parlay, baby. That's right, and it's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Mattress back. Bet two million dollars on the Dallas Cowboys money line. Mattress Mac bet two million dollars on the Dallas Cowboys money line. Your reaction. Mattress Mac. Literally just lit the mattress on fire. Yes, he did. I, I don't understand that logic where the outlier for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback was his performance in the wild card round. I don't get it either. Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, whatever he's called now, uh, earlier today tweeted out, looking to go to Buffalo and sit amongst the Bills fans in my Joe Burrow jersey uh, and looking for some healthy exchange of you know barbs and stuff. What are tickets running? People were lining up to help get them tickets. Yeah, that sounds like the Buffalo Bills fans, but you also have to understand this is a fan base that enjoys jumping onto tables and breaking them in pregame. Yes. Not sure that's the group that you really want to taunt. <laughs> and then lastly, Kenty, more than 50,000 tickets purchased by Bills and Chiefs fans uh, in the first 24 hours for the neutral site AFC championship game. I would absolutely hate it. If this started to become a regular thing. Yeah, but how about the Chiefs fans that feel like they're going to get jobbed if their team makes it to the conference championship game and they don't have an opportunity to enjoy one last home game because the NFL decided it's unfair to the Buffalo Bills? Listen, I I don't love it either. I don't love it either. It's happening. There's not much we can do about it now. What I want to make sure we don't see is that it continues to happen in the future, and the NFL decides, hey, you know what, maybe we'll make these championship games in a neutral site a regular thing. That would be an absolute mistake on their part. Enjoy a great weekend. 
Jesse and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.